You're listening to The Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. Welcome back to The Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys. Podcast number 82. Hi, it's my friend X. Would you like some chips? <sighs> yeah, 82. Well, I don't know. What do you think of wrestling this week? I thought it was uh, not super, super eventful. I curse you. Um, I thought it was um, pretty decent for what I what I saw. Um, I didn't really watch any um, WWE stuff at all. Um, but I think somebody got injured or broke an arm. WWE? Yeah, one of the girls. Hmm. I, I I don't know. I don't know if it's Charlotte or what. Hmm, I didn't see that. Um, I meant to go look that up and whatnot. I can try to look it up now. But uh, So Hook and Danhausen are to the handshake, huh? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And that, that was like the biggest pop thing I got uh, from this week. The only other thing I got uh, that I noticed besides like little quick hit things um was it apparently wwe has pulled roman off of all the house shows so he won't be doing any house shows anymore like at all and then apparently there's a rumor going around that he might miss some some televised and pay-per-view events so i don't know if he's slowly making his way into Hollywood or what. There's, yeah. There's a lot of things swirling, but I did see one hundred for sure 100% that they're taking him off the house show tour. Yeah, he's not going to even be at Hell in a Cell. So Cody Rhodes is going to be the main attraction in that. Um, so how does that make sense for him to be hold both your titles and he's not even going to be at some of these events? Brock Lesnar. Yeah, but Brock Lesnar was at least at the pay-per-views. Some of them. But Brock Lesnar also didn't have both belts. That's true. So. That's true. I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Do you, you think they're trying to build Cody Rhodes up and take these belts from Roman so Roman can go off and do his own thing? or? Um. I don't know. That's, um... I don't know. That's kind of hard to... Hard to say, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if they're getting ready to take them off or not, but... Um... Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think about Roman Reigns yet on, on the titles and all that stuff. Well, my only thought is so far since he's won that other, since he's won the WWE title from Brock, um, his title reign has really been kind of like pretty dry, um. 
what he's really only defended against like Shinsuke, um, which was kind of random in my opinion, but he hasn't really done much, and I mean, it's kind of going to suck because you've rode his coattails this entire time with this bloodline deal for the last two years, um, pretty much all the way through this COVID shit, and then now, so far, and it's kind of going to end uneventful. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to think, imagine if Cody wouldn't have come back to WWE, who would you give the, the, the title to? I mean, there's, there's like, nobody. And even when you look at, like, like, Drew McIntyre was on fire a couple of years ago, and then now, all of a sudden, he's, like, nothing. Finn Balor's, like, almost non-existent. AJ Styles isn't really anything to jump up and down about now. Um Kevin Owens. I mean, these guys that were their main eventers. They're like not even anywhere close to the main event now. Yeah. Um, and that's just the. It's not them as wrestlers. It's just the way they've been booked. And then I even look at like the NXT people. Besides, like maybe Braun Breaker. There's like nobody in NXT that, and I don't watch that much at NXT. I just catch highlights and stuff. There's nobody that like even stands out to me that I'm like oh yeah, this is going to be the next up-and-coming guy. Like, when you look at NXT, when Triple H was running it, like, you look at somebody like, you know, Seth Rollins, or, um, you know, when Kevin Owens came through, or uh, Sami Zayn, or, um, you know, Pac, or some of those guys, I mean, Aleister Black, Ricochet, those guys were like hot-ticket items in NXT, well, there were hot ticket items on uh, on the indie scene too. So, well, right, but then you, but then they get up to the main roster and you can't even book them in a in a good way. I mean, I, I don't understand how that works. I mean, you're NXT. You're supposed to be building that next generation, and and you're not. You have nobody. Well, that's Vince. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. They yeah. have nobody to replace anybody. Right. I mean, when you you when you think about. Well, you go back a little bit and you think You about, go back to Hulk Hogan. Yeah, you had the next guy behind Hulk Hogan. You had basically Bret Hart. Ultimate Warrior. Well, he yeah. He was supposed to... Yeah, I, yeah, and he just didn't work out. But, I mean, Bret Hart was there to pick up the slack. And then right after Bret Hart, you pretty much had... I mean, Shawn Michaels was there. I mean, Triple H took a little bit once Shawn Michaels kind of... Taker. Got out of the way, but Taker was there. Um... Then Stone Cold and The Rock were right after that. And I know a lot of these guys kind of carved their way a bit. But with the way WWE is set up now, those guys can't carve their way. Roman Reigns can't carve his way because the riders are doing everything for him. So it's whatever the riders and Vince want now. So you're, you're taking those guys' abilities away. You, you know, you, you're not going to get that gold like you did from Stone Cold with Austin 316 promo. That made Stone Cold. Yeah. Um, because the, what was he, the ringmaster or whatever, that was not a good gimmick for him. No. Um, and the same thing with The Rock. The Rock kind of made himself with the way he dressed and the eyebrow and the being, I mean, absolutely spot on on the mic. I mean, who's, there's not very many people that are better than The Rock on the mic. Um, but it, it, it's just crazy to me. I mean, 
because then you you go through all these guys, you get to John Cena, and really the only person that's filled John Cena's shoes is like Roman, a little, and that a lot of that's forced. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. Um, to go back on the the Charlotte news is that uh, she's being. Um, she she's able to have time off for her wedding. I guess she's gonna get married to Andrade. So she's not hurt. She's taking time off. Supposedly there's like a small fracture in her arm because she wrestled on WWE Backlash, WrestleMania or WrestleMania Backlash or whatever pay per view that was. Um. And supposedly she like fractured her arm or something like that. Hmm. Interesting. They, they they sold it off as a broken arm, but I guess they say that she's like she's got a small fracture or something like that. But she's taking time off to get married. Interesting. So, um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, I don't know really any. I don't really know any WWE knows. I mean, I did watch a little bit of Raw. Um, but that was about it. Um, I know that the Kevin Owens Ezekiel thing is going back and forth a lot. Um, Kevin Owens came out as like his own brother or a brother or something like that. Ken Owens came out with a wig, and um, Ezekiel was playing it off as he was like. Ken Owens or something like that. He was like, God dang it, I'm not Ken Owens. <laughs> now it's time for you to come up to, to the truth. Because he still thinks Ezekiel is Elias. I mean, I'm not Elias. So, hmm. I don't know. That segment's pretty good. Um, Alexa Bliss fought Sonya Deville. And um, she's back to wearing the skimpy little outfit and not the so she's not possessed anymore? Yeah, she's not really possessed, but has still kind of the possessed tributes to her. She's still carrying around the doll and whatnot. Hmm. Interesting. So, I don't know. She looks good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw this little interesting tidbit this morning. I guess the Intercontinental title hasn't been defended on a pay-per-view since um, Bray Wyatt was with the WWE. Really? Uh, yeah, there was a little thing I saw on in the Twitter world this morning. Um, obviously, we don't watch that much uh, WWE, but I can't believe it wasn't even defended at WrestleMania. Because Ricochet has it, right? I think so. Yeah, now that I think about it, Ricochet wasn't even on the card. Hmm. So, I don't know what they're doing with that title, but I know at one time that title meant a lot, and if you got that title, you were pretty much almost next in line for the WWE title. Almost, yeah. And now, that title doesn't mean shit. Nope. 
So. Does not. I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, what do you think of uh, AEW this week? Well, Julia was happy because Adam Cole, baby, was on. I go, hey, look, Julia, it's Adam Cole. And she's like, Adam Cole, baby! Uh, he wrestled Dax, right? Yeah. I just caught high, some highlights. I didn't. I haven't gotten a chance to sit down and watch it yet. But, um, and then Jeff Hardy beat Darby Allen, right? Yep. Hmm. My gosh, that was a crazy match. Yeah, I saw they were doing some ladder spots and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the one ladder spot to where they had some chairs set up. Uh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, that looked painful. Really painful. I'll have to check it out. Um, Jeff Hardy was like standing there and Darby Allen was up on probably a 12 foot ladder. I mean, not Jeff Hardy, but Darby Allen. Did I say Darby Allen? I don't know. Darby Allen was up on a 12 foot ladder. Jeff Hardy was on the floor. Okay. Darby Allen did like a swanton on to Jeff Hardy and landed on his back on like the top of the the chairs. Who, Darby Allen did? Yeah, when they, like, fell back. Ugh. I mean, I guess Jeff Hardy broke his fall a little bit, but still. I watched it a couple times, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, no way. They couldn't pay me enough to do that. Ugh. Like, that's, like, paralyzing stuff. I mean, granted, Darby Allen weighs, like, a buck fifty. Buck seventy, whatever. Um, but still, it was just crazy. And then Jeff Hardy did a swanton onto um, the steel stairs. Like, they had the stairs folded up, and then he, like, jumped yeah, off the ring. on the flat side. Not, 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 like, folded upwards. Like, the, the bottom of the stairs were, like, facing, like, Ugh. towards, like, the crowd, you know? That makes it worse. I thought you meant like they were on their side, where you wouldn't catch so many corners. You know what I'm talking about? Like it's yeah. on it's on an end. Like, yeah, they're instead of them being like flat, flat where yeah. you can go up them, they're reversed the other way. So instead of them being where you can walk up the steps, yeah, the, just flip it over on yeah, the side. Yeah, flip it over. Yeah. I know what you're saying. So like this where the part that goes, where that's cut out for the ring post is on the ground. Are you talking? Cold? No, just like on its side. So like you have the stair, you have the the flat part of the stairs. So just do a a turn to where like you can't use the stairs. You can't anymore. use yeah, the stairs. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was saying the first time, and then I got confused. Okay. All right. I got confused there too. All right. But yeah, he did like a swanton on that, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know about these guys sometimes. Like they just put themselves through so much abuse. Like I don't see a need for all that. You can tell a story without being abusive to your body, right? I don't know anymore. I mean, 
uh, Jeff Hardy's almost at the end of his career, so he's just trying to get these last little hurrahs, and that's what he's known for. But the dude's like forty-some years old. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to change your game up. I mean, you can't always do the same stuff all the time. I mean, look at uh, like AJ Styles. I mean, look at what he was doing in TNA. And look what he's doing now. He's completely changed. I mean, yeah. He's still extremely athletic, don't get me wrong, but... you got to change your game up because you can't you can't survive that like that. No. I mean, you're going to get hurt. You're going to possibly, like, be paralyzed. I mean, if you keep doing it. I mean, Darby Allen, he might not live... He might not walk at the age of, like, 35. Well, and think about um, when the... This was like either in our first season we talked about this or early in our second season. Remember, uh, I was telling you the guy that took up, stole uh, LaParka's name, the LaParka now, just doing the what everybody does, diving through the ropes. Just happened to catch his feet, go head first. He, yeah, he finished the match, but then he died a few days later from that brain injury. I mean, yeah. something just so small as that. Yeah. And he still finished the match, and then he dies later. Yeah. I mean, crazy things happen all the time. I mean, yeah. I yeah. I, especially when you get to those high spots, I'm sure that they kind of practice them a little bit, the more dangerous spots. But I'm sure they do. But still, I mean, it just takes that one time for somebody to miss or. whatever and you just land wrong and you're done I mean and wrestling's gonna go on without you wrestling doesn't stop because right Darby Allen took a bad bump and committed suicide <laughs> blew out his back and can't wrestle anymore yeah so I well the, the thing about Darby Allen is you'll see him next week on the show you know yeah, and have somebody throw him down a flight of stairs. Right. Uh, I still can't believe he did that. But, I mean, shoot, there was that spot that he did where they threw him through that glass. You've seen that spot, right? It's like a pro, I think it's like a vignette or a promo or something. These guys pick him up and throw him through this big glass plate. It might have. I'll have to find. I saw it earlier sure. this week. I'll have to find it and show you to you, because um, I'd never seen it before. There's a Twitter page out there, and the title of it's like, uh, basically, it's insinuating like, uh, this spot lives in my head rent free, and they've been going like number eighteen, and they're just like, cool spots that happen in AEW, and that was one of the ones, and I'm like, I don't remember this. I must have missed this sometime. But it's like Shawn Michaels throwing Marty Jannetty through the. Barbershop window. I thought he kicked him through it. Well, either way, he went through the barbershop window. <laughs> it's the Mandela effect. Right. Um, but, yeah. Anything else you liked from AEW? Wardlow. Yeah? You're on that Wardlow train lately. I am on the Wardlow train. I like it. I like a lot. He didn't. He didn't put the handcuffs on him. 
No. No, they uh, well, they handcuffed him coming down to the ring, and while he was sitting across the table from MJF because they had the contract signing, mm-hmm. and um, then after the contract signing, they uh, they well during the contract signing they like took his handcuffs off mm-hmm. so he could sign the contract. And then he went to put them on, and he was, like, holding his hands out. And then all of a sudden, he's just, like, just starts pushing the security guards, just knocking them all out, just beating the tar out of them. He um, ended up knocking out, or he took out Sean Spears and whatnot, and then went to corner MJF, and then Mark Sterling got in. And then he ended up, MJF ran out of the ring, and then Mark Sterling got powerbombed through a table. Yeah, I saw he was wearing a neck brace or whatever. Yeah. Because he's also with Jade Cargill at Mark Sterling or whatever. So. Yeah, Jade Cargill's got her little faction that she's got now. Red Velvet and whoever else that is. I, I think that's Kira Hogan. Kira Hogan, yeah, looks, that could be. It looks like her. So. But yeah, that, that was good. I, I, I like the, the Wardlow thing right now. I think that's... Probably one of the best things that they have going on in AEW right now, besides like I'm gonna say Aleister Black, but and no Malachi Black, sorry. But even that's I don't know if that's really that hot right now. Um, well, well, that see that's the thing, and we've talked about this a few times, but it's 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 definitely true. I mean, there at first, there for a while, I was really enjoying it. Like, okay, I'm not seeing the same dumb people do the same dumb stuff every week like a old dried up WWE cookie but now like I'm kind of getting a little pissed because like like you're saying I really dig the Malachi Black stuff with the House of Black like that's pretty solid and they're not even on every week yeah like you can't even give them 10 minutes and you got three out two and a half hours of TV and you can't even give them 10 minutes? Yeah. Like, I don't care about Dark Elevation or Dark. I mean, they're cool to watch if you're looking for something to do or whatever and catch some stuff. But most of them are squash matches. So it's not really that pertinent. Like, you can't even give them 10 minutes of live TV, like a promo or nothing. Because you kind of forget about that stuff. I mean, everybody's got tons of stuff going on during the week. And you're watching other wrestling and stuff. And that that's going... I mean... Yeah. Come on. Yeah, well, speaking of, like, the black thing, um, uh, AJ Styles kind of reunited the flame with Edge again, because I guess they, um, Damian Priest and Edge and, um, Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley, um, came after AJ Styles again, so I'm sure that Edge and AJ Styles are probably going to have another match. So. Hmm. So they rekindled that flame. I just thought I'd mention that since we were got on the... Yeah, because they're, they're kind of like the same faction, kind of, in a way. I mean, Edge's thing's Judgment Day, right? Something like that, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're a sin- they're the same, but different. They're, they got the same vibes kind of deal. Right. Um, but... They were in uh, Long Island, New York, or whatever, or wherever they were for AEW, because they were wearing. Um, a punk had a 
a New Jersey, or Long Island uh, hockey jersey on, and so did... Uh, like the Islanders? Yeah, the Islanders. Okay. So did MJF. Hmm. It's um, weird that Punk would wear an Islanders jersey considering he's a Hawks fan. Yeah. I think he I think he was. Unless it was a Hawks jersey. I can't remember. Because, yeah, CM Punk's a big Hawks fan, so I can't imagine him wearing an Islanders jersey. I don't know. Maybe he was wearing a Hawks jersey. Hmm. I'd have to go back and watch the footage. But anyways, so, like, it's amazing how you can go anywhere else in the country and they'll be chanting CM Punk. But... In New York, they're chanting "fu punk." Yeah, and well, then chanting "MJF." Well, that—I <laughs> mean—that doesn't surprise me a little bit. New York fans are pretty hard on, on every in every aspect. But yeah, I mean, they must like MJF. I mean, they're probably in around his home quarters or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I saw guys wearing. The Burberry scarves and whatnot. Yeah. That wrestling guy, I saw the, um, the wrestling, or uh, barstool wrestling. Oh, yeah, 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 that guy. Um, I saw the interview that he had with, uh, MJF. It was like 26 minutes or something like that. <laughs> and, <laughs> the way, the way MJF just, like, carries himself, just, like, total arrogant prick, you know? And, like, the way he sips on water. If you ever watch him, like, drink a bottle of water, it's just, like, disturbing. <laughs> and even the wrestling guy was like, um, yeah, you, uh, you're, like, sipping on that water, but you're not drinking anything. He's like, oh, well, it's important to drink, like, super slow. Small increments. <laughs> and he's, like, slurping on this bottle of water. See, that's the thing with MJF is he, uh, he gets that... If you he gets that cheap heat, but you don't see it as cheap heat because he just does like those little things. That you're just like, I don't know, I, whatever he's doing, it's annoying. No matter what he does, yep, it's just annoying. And like that's, I think that's what makes him like such a great heel. Is he does, it's not so much so much the big things that he does like in the ring, especially with the way wrestling is now with the all the being able to see people all the time like through social media and everything like that where you didn't see them like that in the 80s and stuff and even into the 90s but like now wrestling's everywhere and you get over on social media too so like MJF flipping off the little kid or sipping on the water or saying some some dumb crap about you know whatever it, it, it's like the little things that people are just like, God, I hate MJF. And like that's what makes him good is like the little things that he does annoys you. And that's yeah. what makes him a good heel. Yeah. Um, but speaking of MJF, uh, apparently rumor has it that he's not happy with things going on with him in AEW. I don't know if he's not happy with his contract or how he's not really ever gotten the title or, or, or what. Um, but I just, I've been hearing some rumblings that he's not very happy. Um, you know, I think it could be all hoaxed. 
Because in reality, I mean, he's got to know that, like, he goes to WWE, he's going to be censored. Maybe he doesn't care. Maybe he just wants to jump ship for that money. Because, I mean, you know, a or, excuse me, WWE's going to throw big money at guys if they're going to jump ship from AEW. And, I mean, think about you and I watching MLW and kind of discovering MJF for the first time, what, three-ish, three and a half years ago? Something like that, yeah. Think about where he was then as where he is now. He's essentially the same character, but he's literally blown up overnight. Yeah. And you hated him then, and you still hate him now. And I mean, there are some things where, since we've started this podcast, the WWE has changed for the better that I find a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Um... Acknowledge me. So maybe it's an upward trend for WWE, and maybe they're going to start working their way back towards some good content. And maybe, because uh, uh, apparently rumor is that his con- MJF's contract is till like twenty three or twenty four or something like twenty twenty four. So that's a year and a half from now. Who's to say in a year and a half WWE isn't back to the Attitude Era or at least the Ruthless Aggression Era or something like that where things are a little bit more like out in the open, risque, or not so much risque, but at least more open. They got some more working room or something. I'm always hopeful, but I don't know. I just feel like MJF fits really well in AEW. And who's to say that there's going to be an 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 aid? I hope there is, but you never know. I mean, crazier things have happened. I mean, I never thought that. um, I never thought I'd see AJ Styles in a WWE ring. Yeah. Um, You know, I never thought that Kenny Omega would ever come wrestle in America. Um, And I never thought Cody would go back to WWE, but all these things have happened. So, I mean. Right. The wrestling world is strange and ever-evolving, so who knows? And maybe we'll see MJF in a WWE ring without him being having a WWE contract by then. It's possible. So, at this point with wrestling, anything's possible and nothing surprises me. So, I don't know. But I agree with you. If MJF were to go to WWE now, he would not be the same character, and he'd be pretty stale. Yeah, I don't think he would have that same firepower. I don't know. That's just me. I mean, maybe he could still get it. I mean... Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But I still would love to see him go go up against The Miz. Yeah. As far as, uh, like, battling on the mic and whatnot. Right. Because I, I don't know. Well, the Miz is pretty quick-witted. And I think he could probably... He could definitely hold his own. I think he could definitely grab MJF by the by the gonads and kind of... Well, well, you heard what Samoa Joe was saying, right? 
Samoa Joe came out and made a, a statement about the Forbidden Door deal. Mm-hmm. And he was basically saying, like, oh, yeah, the Forbidden Door, that's kind of, like, insinuating the Forbidden Door is, like, a WWE thing. As in, like, all these other promotions are working together now when they really haven't. But in a way, they have. I mean, WCW had the working relationship back in the day with New Japan, and Impact yep. always worked with New Japan and the Mexican guys and stuff. Um but Samoa Joe was saying, like, the Forbidden Door is basically WWE, and he said, I don't see that door opening anytime soon. But, I mean, there's some gold there. Well, Mickey James got in. Yeah. But they needed women. They needed <laughs> women, and she was definitely a face that they recognized, and um, they didn't even call her Knockouts Champion. I just think they said that she was, like, women's champion of impact or whatever but uh, think about this is um i saw this the other day that wwe is acting like cody rhodes hasn't wrestled in six years they're not even really acknowledging that he was in aew which it there's no way that there's people out there that are that stupid yeah i mean unless there's somebody out there that only that has blinders on only watches wwe only follows WWE on social media. Like, you have to... follow that one guy, the, the wrestling hub. Oh. Okay. Jesus. This week on WWE, Roman Reigns gets cancer and died and was brought back to life and now he's cured. <laughs> yeah. That guy's a jabron. Um, <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I mean... I, I, that's the one thing I hate about WWE is they don't want to like they act like that they're in a different universe and only their stuff matters and nothing else that goes on in the wrestling world ever counted and it's just like and and we all know that's not true because how else would AJ Styles have gotten the pop that he did when he come into the Royal Rumble Yep. When he first debuted. Obviously, everybody knows who the hell AJ Styles is. Yeah. I mean, if, if you would have said him coming into the WWE, if you didn't, you're like, who's that? I don't know who AJ Styles is. Then you're not a wrestling fan. You living underneath a rock? <laughs> um, yeah, the rock? No, a rock. <laughs> no, 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 I think you mean the rock. I think you're talk, talking about Stone Cold. You mean Pan or Pan? Two M's? Hello, Miss Lady. But, yeah, I can taste it on the tip of my tongue. Is that ketchup? A little bit of onion? Yeah. Now the suits seem pretty effed up. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, okay, we got a little off track. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, yeah, do you have any, anything else, or, I know this is, might be a little shorter of an episode, but. Um. Yeah, there was. There was some 
something that oh um wanted to talk about the jokers the mm. wild cards for the Owen Hart thing um so we saw a post for, that had uh, Gargano and Candice LeRae and Cesaro but we're forgetting maybe a key player that could pop up Wyndham hmm yeah, because there's a Joker spot in both, right? Yep. You know, I think I think it would be pretty cool for Candice LeRae and Gargano to come out in that Joker spot, but then have like um, wherever Bray Wyatt would fit or Wyndham have him come out. During the show or at the end of the show? See. And I, Cesaro could go anywhere. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. You're fine. Right. Um, I saw a thing where somebody close to um, Wyndham, I don't know if his friend or whatever, kind of said that they thought he was going to be done wrestling for good. Um. And that could just be a ruse, to be honest. Could be. Um, but when you sent me that, I definitely could see, for sure, Gargano being the Joker spot for the men. Um, I didn't... I mean, Candice LeRae could do the, the, the women's one, especially since her, her contract is up. But I mean, with them just having that baby, I don't know if she's going to want to take more time off and spend some time with that baby. I mean, I know that baby's what few months by now at least yeah but i mean i don't know i'm sure she's enjoying motherhood um because i know gargano said something about he's enjoying being a father and just kind of wants to do that for now um but yeah i don't imagine him staying away from wrestling too long i could also see cesaro being that being in that spot to be honest with you yeah well who else would be on the women's spot Uh, I don't know, somebody from Japan. Um, yeah, it could be. Lita? <laughs> Lita? Yeah, I was going to say earlier, Lita maybe. I mean, I know there's I know. been rumors coming out that I guess she was in talks about a with AEW before she come back to WWE. Um, uh, I know Trish Stratus has been... Um, doing some interviews where she said she'd be willing to come back more on the WWE side she said something about doing like a GM role kind of like Sonya Deville was doing with Smackdown or was at least um, I think Trish Stratus is kind of done with the in-ring stuff um, could it be um, crap I just maybe lost it's it's probably not Deanna Perrazzo because she's already done AEW TV. Oh, I was going to say, uh, could it be um, Tully's daughter? Oh, Tessa? I Tessa. mean, I know she's doing the wow stuff, maybe. But, you know, she's kind of got she's, a... She's got a bad rap. Yeah, she, I was going to say, she's got a dark cloud around her. I, I mean, the only reason wow picked her up is because literally who else on the show do you really know? Yeah. Um, and Tully's not even like in AEW anymore, is he? So, really? 
maybe the, backstage the, the role. The way things are set up now with AEW is, um, it's you sign a contract with AEW under the ROH like banner or whatever. Um, so I think he's under the ROH banner, still AEW contract kind of deal. Uh, it's weird the way that's kind of set up, but. Um, yeah, I think he's running with the ROH deal with Brian Cage and them guys, them other two guys that are um, with them. So, but ROH doesn't have TV, so when the next time you're going to see ROH stuff, I don't know. But I think it'd be cool if, if, if they could get ROH on TV. I, I don't know if it necessarily has to be TNT or TBS, but it could be... A smaller network, you know. Who's to say that? I would like to see ROH become like the ROH of like the beginning stage. You know what I mean? Which not is like, just DVDs. Maybe not just like DVDs, but like maybe I, I don't know. YouTube's pretty popular, but just maybe YouTube channel or something like that. Maybe a fight. Yeah, like keep, a fight. Keep going on a fight. Well, and I, I was thinking about this, too, and I know I've said this before. I think that, and I'm not for sure, because I know that um, for sure um, Time Warner is, let's see, no, how does it look? So AT&T is the big company, Yep. and they own... Um, like Warner Brothers, which is now Time Warner, correct? I believe so. Um, maybe. But I know they own like the comic, the DC comic stuff. So that's how eight, and they own HBO. So that's how HBO has all that stuff. And I think TBS TNT is wrapped into that somehow. Hmm. I think I'm not for sure because. I think Ted Turner stuff got bought out by Time Warner, maybe. I'll have to do some more research. But who's to say, why wouldn't you just say, you know what? Screw having a TV contract. I'm just going to put this all on a streaming service. Could. You just tape and put it on a streaming service, whether it's on HBO or you get it on Hulu or Netflix. Or just have your own. ROH already had their own, you know, uh, yeah. sub subscription service for streaming and throw AEW content on there too. I know it's going to be a little finicky with them being on um, TBS TNT kind of thing. So that might be hard to do. But yeah. um, I don't know. It's a possibility. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, but it'll be interesting. Like just having ROH go back to like the house, house shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just having them doing that, I think that would be cool again. Just just doing house shows. Like, I mean, it doesn't have to be like a weekly house show. It could be like a monthly house show. You know. Yeah. I mean, it could be a weekly, weekly ordeal, but. Um. I don't know. That might be a little much for Tony Khan. Um, having the having the two wrestling companies like that. Right. Unless you had good people to like help out and manage everything, you know what I mean? 
Right. If he could trust people well, to do and that. And see, that's why I thought he got William Regal. Right. That's why I thought he brought William Regal in. You know who would be a really good get? It'll never happen, but if they could get somebody like Paul Heyman, um, I think Paul Heyman could really run and a good... Not Eric Bischoff. No, 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 no. No. That's a death sentence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you could get Paul Heyman, I think he could run a really good ROH. Um, think about what he did with ECW. Yeah. He made that out of nothing. Yeah. I mean, that was like... Running it out of his parents' basement. Well, I mean, in this, think of the people he created. I mean, he brought over Rey Mysterio and Psychosis and Hoovitude and, I mean, Tajiri and um, Super Crazy, Chris Jericho, Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, I mean, Chris Benoit. Then you had guys like Sabu. <laughs> yeah, and then you had them crazy guys. I mean, Sabu and Rhino and Sandman, Tommy Dreamer. Sandman wasn't a wrestler. That dude was just... <laughs> the drunk. Just a drunk... Just... But he grabbed the crowd's attention. Yeah. And then, I mean... Well, I mean, I could grab a, the crowd's attention by smashing a beer can against my forehead, too. Smoking cigarettes. Walking around with a candlestick. Yeah. I mean... It was original at the time, right? Yes. <laughs> but, I mean... Yeah, I mean, Paul Heyman... I mean... He definitely did a... He definitely turned a lot of people's careers around. I mean, think about if Stone Cold never would have cut promos in ECW. Yeah. Or, I mean, you know, Mick Foley. I mean, he had some crazy matches before, but WWE wouldn't even touch him. And then he got a chance. Um, I mean... Yeah, I just found something out about Mick Foley, too. I was watching, uh, like, a, a little segment on Pawn Stars. And some guy had a dude love shirt. And they brought in Mick Foley to, like, uh, assess the dude love shirt and whatnot. And uh, it was kind of interesting... To hear that Dude Love was actually a character that he developed in, like, his backyard or something. Hmm. I, 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 I guess I never really caught that. I mean, I've watched documentary on him and whatnot, but I never really caught that. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Like, back in his, like... Yeah, 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 when he was, like, a teenager or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I guess I never paid attention. Interesting. But he was getting that off of, like, probably Superstar Billy Graham and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 that would make sense. Kind of like a Superstar Billy Graham was a ripped guy, and then he was kind of like the opposite goofball. Yeah. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Um, well, uh, as we're getting close to our time here, uh, you got any quick hits? Um, not really. I mean, I got my, my lawn mowed and all that stuff, so I got to, like... I gotta wash my my deck in my backyard, but hopefully maybe I can wash my deck and hang out in the garage and maybe have a beer and watch some uh, Pluto TV, watch some Impact Wrestling or something. Yeah. All right. Well, I got a couple. Um, you played Mortal Kombat before, right? Mm-hmm. So apparently the Miz has been practicing. He wants to be uh, Johnny Cage. I don't know if you remember any yep. of the characters out there. Yeah, he wants to be uh, 
Johnny Cage. So I thought that was cool. Because they came out with a movie, like, last year or the year before. I don't know if you've seen the movie, but I watched it. It was pretty interesting. So, But I think The Miz would make a good Johnny Cage for sure. Yeah. Um, I guess Mia Yim signed a six-month deal with Impact. Okay. She came back at one of their recent oh, deals. Oh, Briscoe's. Tag champs. Yeah, the Briscoes are Impact Tag Champs. I can't remember if we said that last week or I not. I can't remember, yeah. We might have. Um, I guess uh, Kenny Omega came out and said that um, he would... That he came out and basically said that Roman Reigns has been working really hard to be WWE's top guy or whatever, and he's been doing a good job. He said a match between us would surprise people. It'll probably never happen, but I think they could have a good match. I think Kenny could have a good match with anybody. Um, I guess rumor has it that uh, Kota Ibushi um, has been having some issues with some people in New Japan. Not like wrestlers, but like backstage people. Hmm. He's been unhappy with some stuff. But he's been hurt for a while. Uh, so he's like coming back from injury, and I think some things have happened where he, he was supposed to get booked within the New Japan Cup, and then something happened where he got pulled off, and he's upset with some stuff hmm. I've been seeing. So I don't know. I haven't seen like any full stories about it, but just like little rumblings or whatever. Um, let's see. Um, I guess, um, I guess Tony Khan went out and got a trademark for the new ROH logo, and it looks boring as shit. Here's a picture of it. Hmm. It's pretty boring, so there's that. And then, uh, last but not least, uh, Juice Robinson. Uh, IWGP US champ. Yeah. So maybe that's why he wasn't at that show. Yeah. I don't know. I I actually saw that that, that he was uh, there was a post like a few days before that with him in the bullet club holding that title. I think that's his, like, second or third reign with that title, isn't it? I think it's his first. I thought it was his first or second. Maybe, it might be or his second. second. It might be his second, now that I think about it, because now that you say that, John Moxley won it, and then he couldn't defend it, so something happened where Juice ended up getting it or something and then lost to somebody else, and then Mox got it back. I think that's what it was because it was during COVID with the traveling issue and stuff like that. Yeah. Now that you say that, I think Juice had like a like a weak run with it or something. That, it was a small run now, now that I... so Yeah, um, I thought he might have had it one time before that too. I could um, be mistaken. Maybe, I don't know. But I know, it, it's hard, I kind of forget about some of that stuff because him and David Finley run around together so much. So Yeah. And now they're not. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see this uh, Juice Robinson run with the Bullet Club. I mean, what the, the Bullet Club's got like twelve guys or something stupid in it right now. 
So they got a lot of guys, but they're doing some cool stuff. Um, I guess they had a pay-per-view recently, and I guess Eddie Kingston was there. Hmm. Uh, he wrestled uh, Ishii. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. New Japan's got some good good guys, so I'm pumped to, about that pay-per-view coming up. I think it'll be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens on that pay-per-view, but... Um, uh, what was I going to say? I'm looking forward to the Wardlow-MJF match. See where it goes. Yeah, because that's going to be a forbidden door, right? Yeah, In I June. think so. So what are they going to do to keep Pete going until the end of June? Because it's the last weekend in... It's one of the last weekends in June. Because... Do they have another pay-per-view? Or No. I think that's the next one because I Forbidden mean, Doors in Chicago, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's after, and they come to Milwaukee the twenty second, so it's the twenty Thursdays the twenty third, the twenty fifth, no twenty sixth because Sun it'll be on Sunday. Yeah. Um, I wish they go back to the Saturday pay per views. I like those a lot better. Yeah. Well, maybe. Well, I don't know. Depending on what happens, maybe I can go. Maybe I can't. To the pay-per-view? To uh, AEW. Oh. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. guess we'll hold off a little bit. See, maybe we can get some tickets. If not, I'm sure they'll be back in Milwaukee. Or, I mean, you can always take Megan. <laughs> Megan yeah. wants to go. <laughs> yeah. So. But, um... Yeah, as we wind down, uh... Do I even have to ask, or do I already know who your wrestler of the week is? I don't know. Don't tell me you don't have one. You've picked Wardlow two weeks in a row. I think it might have been like three or four. <laughs> and you're not going to pick Wardlow? You're telling me you're not going to pick Wardlow this week? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should pick Adam Cole because uh, the little baby likes Adam Cole now. You're picking Adam Cole instead? Yeah, I could pick Adam Cole. Alright. Adam Cole, baby! I love it when she says that. Boom. I try to get her I try to get her to uh, say that for you, but she doesn't really say it that mm -hmm. much. I think I might have video of her. Um I'll have to check. Let's see. Uh you know This week's a hard one for me. Um, but, um, I think, oh, yeah, yeah, this one's a hard one for me, but I think I gotta, I gotta go with, uh, with Juice on this one for winning that title. Yeah. Um, and. I think New Japan's going to ride him pretty good. Uh, but that's the thing. It's just so hard to get over in New Japan because they got all them big-name guys that just keep hanging around. So, I don't know. I guess we'll <laughs> see going forward. But hopefully that they ride him pretty good now that he's with the Bullet Club and he'll get more attention. Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember seeing Juice back in the day. Juice is from Illinois. Yeah? Juliet. 
It's a long way from where I'm from. Um, I saw him wrestle in house shows way back before he even became a name. Hmm. Back before he signed with WWE for a little bit as C.J. Parker. Don't remember that. But he had his first match against Kevin Owens and busted up Kevin Owens. Oh, nice. Busted open his nose. Nice. Or, he, I should say he had his match against Kevin Owens in the WWE. His, Kevin yeah, Owens yeah, first I, match. I know what you meant. Yeah, because he was already in the WWE. And, uh, if, I, if I remember correctly, I think he might have been teamed up with like Corey Graves for a minute there. Hmm. I could be lying. Hmm. I'd have to go back and check the records, but... I don't even really remember Corey Graves wrestling all that much, to be honest with you. He was in NXT. Yeah, I mean, I knew he was in NXT, but I don't really remember him much. Yeah, which he got cleared to wrestle, so I'm surprised he hasn't got in the ring yet. It's funny how they ixnay these guys from wrestling, and then, like, X amount of years later, they're like, oh, well, you can come back and wrestle now. Yeah. I don't know, he's got a pretty good thing going. You know who I'd like to see wrestle again is Nigel McGuinness. He hasn't wrestled so long, I don't think he'd ever get back in the ring. Maybe. I mean, seeing Where Punk... Where is Nigel? I don't know. I haven't seen him since they revamped NXT. Yeah. He was good. Yeah, I liked him on the mic. He was good. Or on the announce team. He was good. I thought Beth was pretty good, too. She was decent. Yeah, she wasn't bad. So. I don't know. But. That's pretty much it. As long as it's not Joey Styles. Oh my god! That guy was so annoying. That's all he said. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> they, they would do a, a hip lock takeover. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a hip lock takeover. You never seen one of those? You know who I really like on the mic? Taz. Yeah? I like Taz. He's good. You know who I don't like? Jerry the King Lawler. Puppies! <laughs> but all he heard was puppies. Yeah. Alright, well. I guess. With that, put bow on her. Put yep. it to bed. Uh, hopefully we see you guys next week for 83. But uh, until then, stay hydrated. Enjoy the warm weather finally in Milwaukee. Yeah, if you can't stay hydrated, drink some Pedialyte. Yeah. That's what I do. And, uh, yeah, watch wrestling. So we'll see you guys next week. Peace. This episode of Hot Tag is brought to you by... Hey, Matty Ice. I'm kind of hungry. Yeah. You know what? So am I. Let's go get us a pizza or something. Order a pizza in. No. Why would we order a pizza when we could have pile driver pizza Comes in four awesome varieties. Pepperoni, sausage and pepperoni, four cheese, and supreme. Ooh, sounds delish. Give me a supreme. Alright, let's go down to the store. And if you guys are hungry too, you can get them at a store near you. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Our email is hottagpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at 
Beer City Boys 1. That's the number one, not spelled out. Beer City Boys 1. Hot tag out.